get rid of your credit card debt, get a lower monthly payment, and skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to save thousands with SaveWithConrad.com. Find out how much money you can save right now at SaveWithConrad.com. Are we live? My bad. My bad. Welcome keeps, back to the show. He keeps pushing the button when I'm ill prepared. Welcome back to the show. It's Road Dog and Cassio. You're listening to. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't know. Oh, what yeah. was that? I don't even know. It's kind I of creedish. I threw it at you. Oh, spit you it at didn't you. know. I spit it at you. It was a little STP-ish. That's a little, yeah. I'm, I like that dude. But before he was all H'd up, you know what I mean? It's Scott Weiland, yeah. Yeah. Sad part is, I, first of all, that's one of my favorite bands in the world. And uh, one of the times I saw him when he was cleaned up, and I'll be, I was like, not the same. Really like <laughs> hey, the uh, H guy. Could I get him some heroin? <laughs> Can we get Scott some heroin? Hey, let's get him back Please? on drugs. He was a rock star back then. <laughs> remember? Remember heroin, Scott? <laughs> Let's get him. Let's bring him back. He rolled. Uh, by the uh, way, I, bless his heart. that was uh, that was a guy I marked out over when I found. I, I was really. Did you get to meet idiot. him? Yeah, such an idiot. He is. No, me. Oh, I was a oh. bumbling. Yeah, but I mean, you are anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, and I'm saying but what I was try he to hide like it when I meet celebrities? <laughs> uh, we we actually me and a buddy were at their show. BS'd our way backstage. Oh, Didn't yeah. Didn't have passes or anything. Got backstage. Tour manager finally came up and went, guys, I know you're not supposed to be back here. <laughs> but if you won't, if you'll stay out of the way and not be jackasses, you can stay back here. And we were like, done. I was like, we got it. We got to Fast set forward. List. Fast yeah. forward to them walking by and you're going. <laughs> I go, let's get out of the way by staying. There was a fence that blocked all the tour buses. Yeah, they go, the f- uh, my girlfriend's in there. A lot of guys' girlfriends are in there. <laughs> uh, I know I that go, chain link fence. Yeah. Why, the, the, the peasants are on the outside. Uh, <laughs> pizza rolls are ready. Pizza rolls are ready. Well, so anyway, I don't know how to turn it off. Um, we, we're standing there, and I'm like, well, my wife out. and daughter are texting back and forth so we might and pizza rolls pizza rolls might be ready a few times, a few I'm times. Just saying. Big i don't batches. know how to turn this a- apple macbook off <laughs> multiple batches <laughs> of pizza rolls. but i hey we stood by the tour bus waiting on them to come by i was like i want to i'm gonna get them to sign the set list oh wow yeah and as we're standing there we're waiting we're waiting i just kind of we just happen to look over because there's a bunch of tour buses yeah and i look over and from the <laughs> Passenger seat of one of the buses, you see this. These <laughs> rolls are going to be ready. We got. I'm telling you, how do you? Um, There's a switch on the side. 
but I'm worried about if I turn. Oh, wait, wait. Did you just do it? I think I just did it. I think I'm Steve Jobs. I kind of want to text you to see. <laughs> you can. Go ahead. Go ahead, you yo ye of little faith. <laughs> pizza, pizza rolls are ready. Oh. I did it because they, they already sent a new one before yours even oh, came through. yeah. My daughter got approved for a house. Pizza and rolls are ready. Pizza rolls are ready. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's what they're there. She got approved for a new house, so they're they're Same now they're excited. the dog. No, the dog one, <laughs> daughter dog, uh, is Hannah, the youngest. Uh, she just had a stint down at the PC, which is Opera Po. Opera uh, yeah, which is spelled Operapotamus, I think. Um, but but see, I say circus 1975 because it's. Uh, <laughs> Oh, little shout out to Lash LaRue. Little shout out to Lash. <laughs> he ain't done, son. Um, but but what were we talking about? <laughs> your, dog, your daughter yeah, got a pretty one dog. got a dog and one got a house. And one got a house, yeah. So they're both doing really well. Uh, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> but, run but, for the daughters. So, so that uh, daughter, my middle daughter, got the proof for the house. The youngest daughter just came back. She's going to college to be a... Uh, well, she'll eventually, in, in three years, she'll be a doctor of exercise science and I think kinesiology, but I may be Whoa. making that last part up. Um, I probably Kinesiology. I, no I can't believe I pronounced it correctly. What uh, is but, that? But, so, so she went down there uh, to do 50 hours of internship work uh, for, her, for her schooling. Um, and so that she got to do that uh and she was really happy with it. Like she really had a great time and everybody down there called me and said, Hey man, your daughter was uh, like, they thought she worked there now. And so then she awesome. wasn't there. She wasn't there Monday. I got a bunch of texts like, Hey, is your daughter? Okay. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, she's she didn't work out. there. She didn't work there guys. She, she's too good for you guys. No, <laughs> no, but she, she, she had a blast, man. She, we went out to lunch the next day and she told me all about it. So, so it's funny. We were going to talk about the PC that literally just happened last week. Uh, with her and so a very very cool moment for us for us jameses we are going to talk about the pc before we do that just to start us off on a fun note we got to get our meme of the week if you know uh, what i mean week. if you know what he means he means the, the meme, meme of the, of the week. week the meme of the week. oh ultimate <laughs> the ultimate worrier, worrier. <laughs> If you're not watching, you're you're doing yourself. Yeah, an you're injustice. doing yourself a, a great. Watch us on here. YouTube. Ultimate Warrior is worried about everything. Man, bless his heart. The ultimate warrior. <laughs> That's me. That's me, man. I, I worry. Future tripping. Future tripping, dog. I can't. I literally could. Last night, I'm waking up. My dog, my wife's down, so I'm. Uh, I put my wife down. I had her put down. Uh, no, she she's down with her her uh, leg. She hyperextended her knee, and so she's. And so I got to take care of all the animals, and I'm doing my job too. And and uh, I forgot where I was going with the story, but um, anyway, tripping, good worrying. stuff, man. Oh yeah, I was worried last night. Like, okay, I got to get up. I got to do this and feed these dogs before the garbage cans go down. And I got to, you know what I mean? I'm going through all these things and I'm, God, I just want to sit in my chair and watch some murder shows, you know, <laughs> where's there, where can some... I get paid to do that? Hey, have you seen the, have you watched the, uh, I like wives with knives. <laughs> 
That <laughs> used to be one, I think. Um, I have you seen the uh, the new documentary on the American Gladiators? I have not. You should. You should watch really? it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Netflix. Check it out. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't happy about this, but I watched that Eddie Graham thing on Vice. Oh, yeah. And, and what a, what a, uh, just a real downer, just a real negative yeah. man. Bless her heart. Her, the daughter was just left with her daughter. And I, I mean, man, just what a tale of sorrow. You uh, know? Dark, dark Side of the Ring, you watch one of their episodes <laughs> and, uh, you're not coming out of there happy. Yeah, yeah, it's it is very. It's I, an icky thing. Yeah, it is, and I don't know. Like honestly, to be honest, I learned a lot about the Florida yes. Territory that my father worked in from time to time. My my, then we settled in North Florida uh, and started that territory in Alabama, and and uh, and so that they, they were kind of running simpatico you know what i mean they didn't take each other's territories or anything they and that was all when the nwa was all split up you know and and, and fuller and them had some nwa here and 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 eddie graham had it there and it's just i don't know man it's just i learned a lot about it but man i, I learned some things i didn't want to know you know what i mean yeah. and that's all there is to it like it's a it's a tale of of deep sorrow man and uh and that's sad and and the, the tale about it to me the one thing i wanted that stuck out to me as a positive was Mike Graham kept telling his daughter, peace of mind. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. And that, man, he couldn't be, you know, truer words could have never been spoken because he obviously didn't have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, what a what a crazy story of sorrow, man. And I'm, anyway, there are, I don't know, I don't know why all, that came to me, but I'm going to bash my head into the wall. Well, now. there are dark stories, but shout out. They do a fantastic job. Like you said, very informative. And I, I think they do a, a good job, especially on some of these topics that we've heard a lot about. That they do an extra job of getting the layers that we haven't heard before. 100%. And look, they do a but, great job. But for me, yeah, a couple yeah. of times, and not 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 every time, I watch it. I watch it because I do learn a lot about wrestling. I was born in the bubble of the Southeastern Championship, Georgia Championship, that that kind of wrestling. I didn't know there was a WWWF. I didn't know there was a. You know what I mean? Like I, I found out later. Oh, Brad went to. Louisiana territory. What? What's that? You know what I mean. So, I, but I, but so I, I learned about it. But yeah, it was just. Um, it, they, some of them are too close to me. That's what I was getting at. Some of them touch the Chris Candido one. I didn't. I stopped watching it. I, it made me feel weird. I don't like how I was feeling, and and maybe that's. I don't know. I don't know why that is. But I was like, okay, I'm not watching this. And I think it's. I'm too close to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather not relive it. Uh, also, before we get started, since we don't have any matches, have we really, not started yet? No. no oh, we're good. officially just good. Uh, I'm gonna have to pee. But we are tra- <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about the performance center, and uh, before we get into it, though, since there's no really matches, we're gonna talk about the PC. Let's get into our topic. The launch of the WWE Performance Center took place ten years ago this wow. week, July 11th, 2013, in Orlando. First of all, did does it seem like ten years ago? Does it seem like longer, shorter, what? Well, it seems like a, a lifetime ago, but it, it was like I I remember you know I was I was there a year or two when they launched that. I had been down to F. We'll talk about some of this, but I had been down to the other place right when I started working there, and then uh, the PC launched, and yeah, man, we'll, we'll we'll let's get into it. You know what I mean? Um, all right. Because I don't want to step on any 
any interesting questions you might have. Uh, the PC took over for FCW Florida Championship Wrestling. 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 Based out of Tampa starting in 2008, you weren't with the WWE then. Right. FCW took over developmental for the WWE, but when you returned to the company in 2011, I take it that's when you started making trips down there. Yeah. And and so I saw the FCW, the, uh, the place in Tampa, which a totally different venue, different, uh, I mean, you can tell. Uh, it's literally was an old warehouse. They painted black and put FCW on the side, and that was the that was the building. You know what I mean? And the to 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 see that place, and then to see the the facility that that we have now, it's I mean night and day is not a fair comparison. Um, the previous WWE developmental program had worked with various promotions over times, uh, going as far back as Memphis with the USWA. What did you think of that arrangement back then? You know, look, I remember working with the Flex Cavana, uh, who was wow. later Rocky Maivia, who was later The Rock, who is now the you know the richest man in the in the world. <laughs> um, and so, so, so literally, he was. I was just in in Memphis because I had just quit up there. So he was coming up through the system, and that's what he was doing for Lawler and. Uh, and I'll never forget we went to make a trip, make a trip, and he was driving his uh, Isuzu Rodeo, and I remember because we had one, my wife and I had one also at the same time, and uh, and me and Jamie Dundee pulled up to drive with with uh, Rock, the Rock, but it was he again, he was Flex Cavana at the time, um, and so we started to get in the car, and he goes, oh hey, hey you guys can't smoke in my car. And it was like a six hour drive to uh -oh. to to Louisville, and. We were going to smoke on the way to Louisville, <laughs> and uh, we were driving six hours to make $40. We were going to smoke something, you know? um, and so we just said, okay, thanks, dude, and got back into the little Jamie's little car and drove, and we just drove the whole thing by ourselves, and he had to drive by himself, and I, and I thought, like, mm, sorry, dude, I'm, you know, I'm not going to, but he was also getting paid by the WWE to get, be there, you know what I mean? Uh, ECW was oftentimes used as developmental at the end of the 90s, into the 2000s as well. Yeah. And we'd see people like Al Snow and Justin Credible get redeveloped into different characters. What did you think of Paul Heyman back in ECW creatively? Well, I didn't, so I didn't, I knew Paul E from like Georgia Championship Wrestling and the, you know what I mean? Like I knew his character as a, as a manager and I knew he was a great talker and I, I didn't really know he was... Uh, a booker or a, or a writer or all of the above. You know what I mean? I didn't really know that then. Um, and I didn't really learn it until tr truth be told, I knew he was running ECW, but I didn't, I didn't know he had a brilliant wrestling mind to be quite honest wow. until I got the opportunity to work with him firsthand. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, I got it now. You know what I mean? You know, it doesn't take long. Uh, Ohio Valley wrestling is the most well-known developmental system that helped create stars like John Cena, Batista, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, many more. Did you ever yeah. spend any time in OVW when you were with the company? I, I did. I did not. Like I, I know uh, Al Snow is still there and owns OVW. I don't know if they have any relationship with the WWE any, anymore as a as a developmental program, but um, but I know Al is there and they still have they still put out uh, decent talent there in, in OVW. So yeah, I, look, they the t list of talent you just read off uh, is a pretty dang good list too. Yeah. So so they were doing something right down there in OVW. I can tell you that much. When you look back on it, what do you think of the Jim Cornette philosophy of the ways he trained and produced talents? So, 
Well, the, there's two different questions there. Um, for one, I never saw him train anybody. So, so I mean, I saw him, uh, I saw him produce talent, and, and that's what I'm going to get to. But I never really saw him. I don't know what that means. Does he mean training and wrestling, or, or or just kind of managing, producing? But but Jim, like Jim does, like Jim is was Jim. And so Jim would cuss you. Jim would, you know, uh, would yell at you and get you to like, God damn, you know, (laughs) what are you doing? I need you to do it. And he would really go off on you. And, and that's Jim. You know what I mean? You hear it. If you listen to his podcast, if you've ever had a conversation with him, you know what I mean? That's how it, that's how it goes down. So I, I also think there's a, a uh, huge audience for people who think just like Jim Cornette does for professional wrestling. I think there's a huge audience who th- for people who think just like Vince Russo does in professional wrestling. I think there's a huge audience for, you know what I mean? I think, I think there's enough to go around. So I don't think saying is Jim Cornette's philosophy, right? It's yeah, it is right, but there's no wrong. So his philosophy mixed with everybody else's who, who's, philosophies you feel have worth and then you take from it what you will you know what i mean like the the experience is your best teacher and we're going to get into that uh here too i shouldn't have read the notes damn it uh did you think it was hard for jim Cornette to have his system and have it be different than say the wwe's creative process yes yes i'm sure it was 100 100 he was not happy about that and and i'm sure he let people know and it was probably hard look you've heard about him slapping santino or something lord only knows what he did i i never heard actually the truth on that but um you know there's there's styles and that some agree with and styles that some don't. He definitely has a unique style. Jim does. I'm sorry, I'm pouring my some Gatorade in here so I can stay <laughs> hydrated. It is hotter than 40 foxes effing in a wool sock down here and uh, in Florida. Um, or That's as a I like lot to, of as, foxes. I know. And how'd they get all in that sock? Um, but what big I, sock. Well, it's a huge, it's like big Paul White sock. I must have been pulling it over my calves and it wore out the top, you know, where it gets yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets big and then it just rolls down. <laughs> what were we talking about before uh, I made myself a drink? Corny about how him splitting. Yeah, maybe style. it was necessary. Like, it was time, maybe? Yeah, no, it was he... he Look, he and kudos to him, but he believes in what he believes, and it's not going to be, be told otherwise. And that's that's a curse and a blessing. It's kudos to you for standing up for what you believe and and all that. But uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to. Uh, well, I need to. I need my job, so I'm gonna try to progress with the with the days. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but maybe he doesn't. You know what I mean? Uh, but 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 again, for real in life, like kudos to you for being able to stand up for what you believe and go and look i also don't know that that's what happened uh but but i can imagine him being that guy that would go yeah i'm not doing not doing this we're not putting up with this bull crap no more uh but uh, I, but but man is this philo- is there a place for his philosophy heck yeah it's wrestling 101 you know what i mean there's just also a 102 through 105 thousand now yeah it's like a soup. You need all of it. You, just you need good all soup. of it, man. And if you get a lump of poop in your soup, that's bad. <laughs> From what I understand, keep in, going. Some, the rest in of the some soup. countries it's a delicacy, but it's bad here. <laughs> when you look back to July of 2013, what would you say your role is exactly with the company? July 2013? Yes. 
I'm a producer for sure, but I just started with the writing team. And were you in any conversations or discussion about the PC launching? No, 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 no. That was not like your scope was, at all. No, not at all at that point. Um, since, since then, I've had many a conversation about it, but but not at this point. I was not uh, anywhere near that that circle uh, to hear that conversation. Uh, the press release of the launch touted twenty six thousand square feet, the seven training rings, world class strength and conditioning programs. This is unlike anything that professional wrestling had ever had mm. besides maybe the WCW power plant, yeah. uh, correct? hundred uh, percent. And look, the power plant, all the power plant had was a big, huge warehouse and some rings in it and, a, and some weights. You know what I mean? So it was, yeah. excuse me, it was, it was big and had a bunch of training rings, but that, I mean, still nothing compares uh I, I honestly wish and i don't know if they have a virtual tour or not but i honestly wish everybody would go and have some i don't know if they even give tours but man to see the the facility the top notch uh from productions to it's just and it's grown so so much you know it started out being this one uh one building with a warehouse attached to it like an office space with a warehouse attached to it now they've encompassed the and kind of encroached on the whole industrial park and and they own like half the half the park you know what i mean so it's just a ton of uh ton of 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 buildings they got the 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 uh top rope ring the softer the real soft landing so you can practice flips and stuff like you got the promo room you can go in there and cut promos on with a camera and then watch it back and stuff like it's it's just so 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 impressive to me who came from hey i can i got some boots i can take a bump you know what i mean like whatever uh and just and just figuring it out uh to to this type of facility like it's really like a professional sports team it's it's kind of crazy to think that it took this long to 2013 to get that in place for the wwe um so so it really it really is but I don't know, man. A lot, a lot has happened in the last, yeah. you know, to fifteen. I'd say fifteen years in in the world. You know what I mean? Like in the yeah. in the world, things have changed, and th- and and times have changed, Gen- generations, uh, eras. You know what I mean? Like it's it has changed. To think about where I came from in this industry, and where most of the people who've been in since I've been in came from, to think about this facility where they're sending people down there and and putting them up and training them and and all like it's just such a weird world now but it's the best of that weird world you know what i mean and so so while you're still and for a guy like me he was like oh my god they got all these ropes and kettlebells and everything i don't even know what the crap we're doing are we cooking in here what are we doing um and so 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 for me i'm i'm in but but man, I see these athletes in there, and they all kind of train that way now, and it's functional training. So it's it's strengthening of the knees and of that. You know what I mean? The right stuff. Like it's not about heavy lifting, and it's not about uh, man. They got they got the right training regiment, the right equipment to to support that training regiment. Man, it's 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 top line. It's top of the top of the line, like a like a, like I said, like a professional football team or something. Whose baby was this? Was this Triple H's baby? Was there one this person's is Hunter's, Hunter's from the get-go, and Hunter uh, loves it. You know what I mean? Like he that look, it is his baby. It's always been his baby, and and uh, it's 
he, he doesn't own it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like other people own it, but, but it's his baby and everybody knows that. And, and so, yeah, very special to him and, and always has been. And so like when I went down there to work for those last three years, like it was special to me, you know what I mean? Cause I felt like I was babysitting <laughs> his baby. You know what I mean? But it was me and Sean. It was like two men and a baby. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Hey guys, Eric Bischoff here and just want to call a quick timeout. I want to tell your listeners about what I've been telling everybody at over at 83 weeks, quite a while now, about all the cool things that are happening over at adfreeshows.com. On a new edition of The Insiders, Conrad sits down with former Turner Finance executive Dirty Dick Cheatham, talking about the internal war between WCW and Turner and the Monday Night War with the WWF. And my assistant said, hey, you're not going to believe who's down there. I said, who, who? She says, China's down there. And I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. And, uh, and I went over to her window and looked at her. Hey, the whole, yeah, all of the eggs is down there. Get the camera. <laughs> so, so we went down there. And, of course, they were the eggs and back what was down there in the fight with security. On a bonus episode of My World, Double J watches back his tag team championship match against FTR and breaks down the hilarious Briscoe farm skit that preceded it. And they say, can y'all be in the background talking? And the four of us are down there, really, just you know, all four of us. But Lethal and Sanjay, I said, we got to start being silly. I just started strumming the guitar, and Sanjay <laughs> started bouncing that baby, and Sanjay and him started doing the dose do I think this is, I don't know, it's the funniest, but I still think it's, it's, a, hilarious. it's a complete ad lib, but it played to... You know, the line he said, them clowns, and we're down there dancing. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's just a small taste of what we've got waiting for you with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. Like you mentioned, there's a promo room, there's production suites, yeah. the ability to learn all aspects of the business basically kind of goes along with NXT filming at Full Sail, which has that, that's what they Full Sail is about. Yeah. This was the next logical step for NXT, right? Uh, for sure. Look, I think NXT is still, to this day, going through uh, growing pains. I don't. I wouldn't say pains because I think it's exactly by exactly by design. But but going through growth spurts, um, where man they they were they were the black and yellow, the hardcore indie, uh, almost like a like a, a a progress or a evolve or whatever on uh, you know what I mean with a huge budget. And so it was there was a really a core audience for that. It was like a third brand for a minute. Now they're thinking more like okay, we should probably get back to being developmental and now I think they're trying they went really hard back on that. Now I think they're trying to find a balance which is just went too far this way, went too far this way. How can we make the best of both worlds here still developing young talent and also have a third brand, a third yeah. brand that sells merchandise, that sells television rights. That's a, you know what I mean. So it's it's still uh, developing itself into exactly 
what it needs to be. Now, as far as the facility goes, which is which is kind of where we've been talking about, man, it's it's like I said, grown in leaps and bounds as far as warehouse space. Uh, the office is still top notch. There's a whole uh, wing of the office building that's just just uh, dedicated to like Jeremy Borash's t- digital team, and so it's it's just really a high dollar, high comfort can do anything in house. You know what I mean? Like they can. They can, we'll just sit down in there and put this on and they, we can do a promo live on television on Monday Night Raw from the room at the PC. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, you can do anything from anywhere and, and it's top notch, man. Top notch. Well, we're here Hunter's convinced. vision. We, we said it was his baby and I'm sorry I cut you off. Huh? It's, it's, no, it's his vision. Hunter's vision. And, and his vision is to, to build some wrestlers, man, and, and make some stars. And look, uh, it's working so far. You read, you read that, uh, list of names earlier that came from OVW. There's another list of names that came from, from uh, the PC that you can read off from here. I don't know if it's time yet, but... <laughs> we're getting close. Uh, by the way, while we're here, you mentioned him. A shout out and kudos to uh, the very talented Jeremy Borash and his oh, team, yes, man. They yes. do incredible stuff. Incredible work, and I won't, I won't uh, fail to mention uh, Jimmy... Jimmy incredible <laughs> Jimmy Long Jimmy Wong Long uh, I, I love him love to death Jimmy. man the guy love him to death uh, him and Jeremy together are the dynamic duo and uh, and I love them both dearly I miss them too because look I got to work with them a lot when I was down there we were we worked we got to work together a lot I don't see them anymore love you guys wherever you're at we love we're you, going man. to Cancun you're not paying for anything <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how about this from the observer not talking about one of your matches oh, just well, that talking just, about the PC okay, okay. see what they say here they say quote we've covered the concept of Triple H and others involved putting together an NFL or major college football type of training facility for talent it has been a concept of Triple H ever since he took over the talent relations side under Vince McMahon talent development uh, had never been anywhere near a major priority it was Jim Ross and Jim Cornette who more than a decade ago put together the concept of WWE working with OVW and starting the developmental system. It was a relationship that brought the company the stars that have carried them for years, such as John Cena, Randy Orton, Batista, and Brock Lesnar. While I wouldn't credit OVW for CM Punk, the fact that he was also there for a long period of time, and it's where he and Paul Heyman started their relationship. With the amount of money earmarked for the division, was always very low. Yep. Dog, you could tell it's a major point for Triple H to help in the growth of the company. Like you said, he had that vision. Yeah. What do you think now was the biggest part of this process for the WWE? You know, it's all, I mean, it's a whole nother, like it's a, it's a big undertaking to, yeah. th- to think about. I mean, I mean, because now you're going to buy property somewhere where and where, and now we got to, and, and you know, thank goodness they ended up doing it in florida because it would we'd have never survived in any other state during the pandemic um but 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 man so much went into this and so much probably continues to go into this now you got to think about we're hiring and gonna pay put on payroll probably a hundred that's what we we're going to talk about here you could you could house about a hundred guys 125 at at one point uh down to about 85 at one point but a hundred is about a good number i think um and you don't house them there, of course. They they will get their own apartments and such, but but pay them. Um, have to have medical 
there have to have you know what i mean so it's a it's a whole nother industry uh really within itself it's a whole nother wrestling company but because they also and of course i jumped ahead in the notes but they have live events too and so it's a it's a whole nother undertaking but again it's a part of his vision man and it's just a piece of it um you know, back way back in the day, we were talking about he wanted like the WWE Network to be one stop shop for everything wrestling, and I mean everything wrestling. But but now, the, again, like I said, so much has changed. The industry has changed. The media has changed. The medium that we're gonna, you know what I mean? Like now everything's streaming now, and so it's, I don't know, man. Everything's going so fast and so and growing, but but. One thing about this company is they've always had the cojones to to bet on to bet on themselves. You know what I mean, and uh, and that's that's a Vince trait that Hunter has picked up. You know what I mean? It's he he believes in himself, and he's and, and others do too. You know what I mean? And, and we've we've seen it in the product uh, in the past six months. Anyway, growth is good. Sometimes it hurts, but it's all good. Besides Hunter, who are the major contributors for this? figuring out process do you remember i do not remember and i and i think you know hunter is a uh, out he's outside the box smart like outside of wrestling smart like he has a he has a bill hunter with the big brain but he always <laughs> he retains stuff you know what i mean that's i i guess i i guess i didn't get that one uh but but he retains <laughs> all this information and so i think he probably worked with people in that expertise in that wheelhouse of okay we got to buy some property who, who who do i need to talk to you know and 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 everything's in house legal uh trademarking you know what i mean like everything's in house so hey i got to set up some meetings and get this thing going and then then you talk about okay we got to acquire this property and we're going to do this to it and we're going to it's going to be this many millions of dollars in orlando and so I don't know, man. That the, the the PC has had a great relationship with the state of Florida, uh, with the city of Orlando, and the 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 stuff you talked about earlier with full sale. Um, we don't work at full sale anymore. Now they just record right there at the PC too, and so you're literally in the gorilla position in the workout room where the kettlebells and ropes are. We spoke about earlier, um, waiting to go out into the arena to wrestle. Like it's all everything's right there, man, wow. and and it's an incredible facility. I can't. I can't say it enough, and I can't say you know what I mean enough. Yeah, from the Observer, there are HD cameras set up for every ring and facilities to link the footage to where WWE is broadcasting shows from or to Sanford. Triple H at any point can ask for wrestlers and developmental to perform a match, and on his computer, he'll be able to watch the match live if he chooses to do so. This is incredible technology then. Yeah, and and that's actually old technology. Like, there's it's it's better now. He watches it on a big screen TV in his office. Incredible. Um, but and he can keep it on and like watch the training progress as the day goes on. As the I was sitting in there one day and he called me and said, "Those pants make you look fat." <laughs> and I was just, I was just like, "Thanks, dude." <laughs> and it's you're my, on the big it's screen. My, it's my butt. <laughs> Um, how important is it to reteach some of the guys coming in and gals? So, man, look, that's a, this is a a tricky question for me because as we talked about earlier, um, I'm trying to evolve. I'm trying to evolve with, uh, Jim Cornette would really get mad at me for this to, to evolve like with the pay at the pace of the, 
the audience and the audience has gotten a lot faster paced and a lot uh they sell differently they don't you know so, so it's it's weird for me to 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 say this um i totally forgot what we were talking about reteaching some of the reteaching the bad habits scott sorry i'm sorry yeah so so, so the, these guys come in and they do have some bad habits i was saying i'm trying to evolve and, and keep up with them some of the bad habits are just the way they do stuff now like they just i, I i'm not going to go into it because people are really going to nitpick and it'll be one of sure. those things and it's not worth it really it's just it's just <laughs> one old guy thinking one thing and some younger guys thinking a different thing and jim Cornette thinking even different than me and you know what i mean so everybody's got their opinions but i, I try to evolve with it and just and just go but but the bad habits man the slapping of the legs the you know, some of the some of the bad habits for me, a pet peeve to me is the baby face looking at the audience every time they do something like it's just a huge disconnect for me. It's if we if you can imagine we we're in a, in a gas station and the guy says something to me and I punch him out and uh, under, you know, uh, tank number six. Boom. And and then I look around and look and go like, hey. Everybody see that? I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to do it again. No, that's not how it works. There's a time and a place to look at everybody and fire. Uh, But it's still fire and energy directed towards your opponent, not to the 13th row. Um, So anyway, there's, there's just things like that that you go, hey, man, quit looking to them. Quit looking to them every time you go to climb the top. You looked at them. What do they got to do with this? You know what I mean? Let Make them come with you, dude. Don't, don't look to them to help you bring them along it's i don't know if it's it's just me maybe i'm old i'm sorry <laughs> but but some of the stuff i do get on my soapbox about some of that stuff and that's where the question was reteaching look some of these some of these guys have been uh you know do, doing this for 15 years when they get here or whatever sammy zane and kevin owens are there they do some things that i don't approve of in their in their repertoire but it's it doesn't matter it's wrestling you know what i mean like what they don't need to clear it with me before they do it um however like some of the things are rather than reteach it's try to hey man cut out some of those bad habits and learn the television aspect of our game uh so it's more about teaching the new the the guy that's been there and can wrestle okay that's cool now i need you to learn how to wrestle uh on a television show and and make it pleasing to look at you know what i mean and so that's that's to the guys that are here and are good they're they're good at their craft and they're so they're they're very good at tv naturally kevin and sammy are two who i'm talking about from the observer the feeling is not just that the prospective wrestlers will get the best training possible but that having a facility of this type will help recruit a higher quality of athlete to the company i apologize in advance but here we go mr rd james (laughs) gerald briscoe Jim Ross and Canyon Seaman. <laughs> Canyon Seaman. Okay. Good job. Oh, I, th- I thought I was going to butcher it. Um, among others, have scouted various sporting events, such as major amateur wrestling national tournaments, strongman competitions, football, and other activities that over the course of wrestling history have produced its biggest stars. Essentially, the program has a few types of people, which are the guys from other sports who usually yep. come in at square one, but are usually better at athletic drills and for the most part in better condition and more physically impressive looking. The yep. women who, as a general rule, are models, although they prefer models who have had a college sports background and are genuine athletes, and the independent wrestlers who are far more advanced inside the ring with the idea of having a 
full-time strength and conditioning coach and a major advisor can tailor individualized programs for what anyone may need in reshaping their body. When we yeah. bring up scouting dog, did you ever do scouting for the company? I, I did not. Uh, okay. I know those guys did. And look, if, so if I would have been worthy or, you know, worth, worth scouting anybody, it would have been at wrestling, not at, not at, cause I, I can look, I can see, uh, I, and I mean professional wrestling. Like I could go to a show and go like, there's something in that kid or there's something in that girl or whatever, you know? And, but as far as going to a real sporting event and seeing an athlete, I would just <laughs> go like, yeah, that, um, look, it's, it's hard. It's it's hard to transition, man. There's, there's, you can count how many people, I mean, look, and it's getting more and more because that's, that's the field. We're kind of, that's the pond where we're fishing in, but, but, uh, that transition doesn't go smooth for everybody. You know what I mean? There's been a there's been a few that come in from the wrestling world or the football world or whatever that they couldn't do it. Uh, the training techniques are more than just weights, as it is also designed to be similar to an MMA gym. Yeah, like you said, uh, dog with the ropes, the boxes for plyometrics, yeah. hurdles, gymnastic rings, other aspects used for not just strength and physical appearance but to develop agility and explosiveness. The idea is very different from the prior generation of WWE, where the emphasis was on talking and looking larger than life with actual athletic ability, not nearly as important as look. They are yeah. not only going to be able to recruit better athletes and train them better in wrestling, but also improve their God-given athleticism and also hopefully create bodies that won't break down as frequently due to injuries. Yeah. The latter is more theoretical because harder training can lead to more injuries. So like with any other physical sports at a high level, there's a balance that can only be learned through trial and error over uh, trial and error over years. When something like this is implemented dog, yep. you've talked about it, uh, about how they did try to let's focus on strengthening the joints, strengthening the knees, yeah. strengthening what's going to carry us. Uh, but it was trial and error when you began uh, back then. How has the PC evolved from the original launch, do you think? Yeah, well, from a, from a health standpoint, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what we spoke about. Uh, I think it was earlier on here, my daughter going down there. But, but they have the t top-notch uh, health facility with the trainers and the doctors and, and uh, athletic supporters. <laughs> Athletic supporters. I'm sorry, um, but uh, <laughs> but they <laughs> they have a great uh, facility down there. So tr honestly, it's it's even the facility where they go for the main roster people who are injured. They go there to the PC to rehab, to get in a ring, to try out, to try their stuff, to to train it properly and, and have a and be supervised when they do so. So it's. It's it's more than just a performance center, man. It's 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 a it's a hub for all things WWE, really. And that's you know I, I imagine one day, uh, hopefully, the headquarters will just be in Orlando, and I can just move down there. <laughs> uh, dog, want to take a time now to introduce everybody to our next partner, AG One. AG One. You talk about something that is changing lives Get and improving done, your physique, improving you overall. Inside. This is, yes, starting yep. from the inside. AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. Look, if you drink this thing every day, you are going to be rocking and yep. rolling. My wife and I talked about it the other day, and we've said it on here before, but... 
I forget how many, uh, how many, you know, ingredients are in there, uh, but the probiotics and everything for gut health. But, if, but we, we literally kind of just roundabout summed it up. If we went and bought it all at, at, at uh, you know, wherever, it would literally be a thousand dollars to to get all the the uh, ingredients that are in AG one in 75. one scoop. Yeah, so, so that was it, seventy five. And so one scoop a day, boom, you're done. It has, like I said, a probiotic that works from your gut, by the gut on the gut health from the inside out. Uh, all the other uh, supplement. I'm trying to. I keep. I'm losing, getting lost on that word. But all the uh, all the ingredients and supplements that are in there, man, that's that's what you need. Your daily supply, one scoop a day. It's for me. It's the convenience. Um, I'm not gonna take a ton of pills because I already do that for my bad heart. Uh, but 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 this is one scoop, tropical blend. Yep. Boom. I'm done. High quality poops. Bam. It's gonna, it's gonna replace your multivitamin, replace yeah. your probiotic, and like you said, the convenience, dog. One yeah. simple drinkable habit right there in front yeah. of you. 75 high-quality ingredients. These daily nutrients, they support your energy, focus, strength, clarity, like you said. Yeah. The gut health is very important, uh, dog. And, look, you saw my wife. Yeah. Uh, she is very athletic. She as, is. As, in, her physique is incredible, and that's <laughs> the truth. She wants – look, she's had all the supplements. Yeah. She loves AG1. And one of the main things is it actually tastes great. There ain't many yeah. of those out there. Um, <laughs> so the AG1, uh, she drinks it every uh, morning when she gets up, gets yep. her ready to go. Like she's doing something good for her body right out of the gate, getting that mind going, getting her in the mindset she needs every day. Does she leave you a donut or something? Like uh, she... Yeah, she sprinkles okay. it on my bacon. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, AG1 is ready to go. Share, uh, you can, uh, they're raising the standard for quality in the supplement yeah. category. Like we said, not only are you getting everything in one, not only is it easy, but it helps build your health foundation yep. first. It's quick and easy. And like you mentioned, dog, yep. it costs less than $3 three, a three day. Three bucks a day. How much your what? Starbucks cost? How much your dragon fruit Starbucks cost? Come oh, on. Come on. It's a win win. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash D-O-G-G. That's drinkag1.com slash D-O-G-G. Check it out now, now. And we want to thank AG1 for supporting Oh You Didn't Know. AG1. It's easy as AG1. I'm frozen, sorry. It's easy as AG1. AG1, 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 baby, you and me, son. Mm. Oh, that was strong. Yeah, I brought it there at the end. <laughs> All right, dog. While there, uh, the observer said, while there is no number, the feeling is the company with a facility can have around 100 development or developmental performers on deals you mentioned it earlier yeah at some times they've had upwards of 125 there yeah yeah and now look truth be told they might could accommodate more than that now because they literally have twice the the floor space that they used to have um and so i mean they got stuff Is that stored. From building on or just rearranging it, or it's, what? it's no it's actually just from uh in time 
swallowing up the next warehouse and then in time swallowing up the next warehouse and so there's truthfully a whole row the whole uh west wing of the industrial park is the wwe performance center warehouses you know um beautiful beautiful facility man the system is not perfect and even those in the company wrestled in that area era will concede that the territorial system of the early 80s with guys being able to go from place to place making a living and working in the ring five or six nights a week and and from is better experience in learning to work than just gym training but the reality is that's not going to be happening and the estimated number going around for putting this performance center together was 2.3 million and with that kind of money being spent and that many students there are still a few things that hopefully will be done Dog, how do you compare your training? Like you said, you're focused kind of on your own territory there. Yeah. You're coming up not only with your family's got a style, but with everybody you're working out with. Yeah. And then what they're doing today at the PC, my gosh, how different must that be? So, so, so different. Like, it's so different. But look, it's also a, um, like an old useless argument. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, it would be better if we had territories. Okay. Well, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to tell you. And, and so I'm just saying it, it doesn't matter what we did back then or what happened now. It's, it just doesn't matter because that's not how it is anymore. Those went away. You know what I mean? So yes, it would have been better (laughs) that you're laughing too hard at that. It makes me want to edit it. When you said my aunt, I thought, well, he's not going to do the one. And you did the one. I did the one. That's <laughs> bad. I'm sorry. No, it's was the that, best. Was that it's no good? Right. It's <laughs> okay. a, it's a, the territories don't exist. We're arguing yeah. about nothing. Uh, so who, who cares? Um, um I, yeah. Yeah. It's I'm just, sorry. My wife texted me. Uh, rolls <laughs> ready. Yeah. It's, it's, it didn't, it's not like that anymore. So yeah. how, what can we do? That is the best for what is going to happen right now. And, and that's, I think that's what we've, what we've done over the past decade. And then I think we've evolved like the, what I'm, what I'm hearing here uh, from the observer is reports from this time, 10 years ago, whenever it was like that it opened, this was all a very common mindset, but I feel like in the past decade, we've moved past all yeah. those things. And we're like, now it's like up and running and this is how it works. And, and even there, they are getting to do, uh, like even when we were there and they weren't running live events, they had live events every day with all the students in there and they'd have some of the new guys or some older guys do matches and stuff. And so they're getting in-ring experience. Would it be better if they were in front of a live audience? Like, yeah, of course you would, it's because, but it throws you in the fire a little bit too. You know what I mean? Like that's why you learn so quick in the, in the indies and in the territories is because you're working every night in front of a live audience. And so you sink or you swim and you know that from the comic world, you know what I mean? And so yeah. you, you get better, you know what I mean? You get, you gain experience and you gain, uh, on the job experience. So, so yet while that's better, that's non-existent. And so. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like the way we're doing it now is the right way to do it. And they've even started back doing uh, coconut tours just right around uh, middle southern center Tennessee, you know, central Tennessee. 
uh, Tennessee, Florida, sorry, Florida, they do all these little little live events. Uh, my daughter, like I said earlier, was uh, shadowing the trainers, and so she went to two live events this past weekend and, and uh, talked to me about those, and, and the live events do well, and they sell cheap tickets, and they, it's good, good it's, it's, it's about experience. The talent actually walks in the ring and puts it up in the venue and then gets back in the back and the talent will like lead a, a meeting and put together finishes. And so it's, it's a great, great learning experience that over the past decade we have evolved into having a great system that is that has figured out uh, or it's continuous individual thing with the, with the injuries and with the workout and is it too much and all that. That's an individual thing, man. Some people are tough as nails and some people ain't. You know what I mean? And and <clears throat> I'm one of those that ain't. But uh, but you know what I mean? Like so, some people you're never going to have a knee injury, knock on wood. And and some people are going to have seven knee surgeries in their in their career. You know what I mean? So it's injuries are going to happen. Uh, I think we've figured out a really good system as of right now and in 10 years i'll say we have evolved then too you know what i mean um i know it was true at one point i'm not sure now i I would assume it is but you can correct me if i'm wrong um are there still female coaches for the female performers so there is female coaches and a female head coach as well um but everybody trains everybody kind of okay a lot of the women do work with women, uh, but but you'll see the women going with Fit Finley. Uh, Fit Finley had a great career as a producer up on the main roster in the women's division, and so he definitely works closely with the women down there now. Um, all of the all of the the women you see that from natty on down, all these new women have all been through Fit Finley uh, being their producer, and man, he's just such a sponge. I just want to. I mean, he's such a a wealth of knowledge and and they're all sponges you know i just want to sit around him and listen to him because he has a great accent but he's also just got so much experience in wrestling <laughs> uh also going back uh, uh as we continue on about the pc yep. um they do one or two this from the observer they do they do run one or two house shows each weekend yeah that's the what plan i was of talking a, about yeah but with a plan of 100 people that means most don't get to perform on the shows, and that's the quickest way of improvement. One of the things that OVW did in its good days was WWE would send veteran talent there that wasn't working on the weekend and have them work with the talent at the spot show. So instead of inexperienced guys being in the ring with yeah. inexperienced guys, they could learn from experienced guys while working in the ring. When talking to current wrestlers, a lot of them would say that when working programs with veterans, that's where they were able to accelerate learning. There are some guys who have had years of independent work and are very good on a roster, but a lot of them are being taught to tweak or change their styles to one that will provide more longevity. You're starting to see this more and more now, dog, but does NXT need a NXT of its own almost uh, at this point (laughs) being a television brand? But you mentioned it. Now we're getting some veterans sent back down there. that's, That's the trick. I don't know what just happened. Oh. You didn't I know. know. I did it. Sorry. That was just for me. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, we see it now a lot. Like I said, Baron Corbin came down there and had a heck of a match with Carmelo the other night. Um, but but I saw Rhea Ripley on there too Tuesday night. And so, so, so yeah, they're starting to do it now for sure. But, look, I think they also always had some uh, – me and Billy in, in our 2014 whatever run, we went down to NXT and, and main evented a, a show at Full Sail – uh, where they taped an episode, and then we worked with two guys from Full Sail, Jason Jordan and uh, and Sean Spears, or whatever his name is. Uh, 
I forget his real name. Um, Ronnie? Yeah, Ronnie Ariola. I forget what his real name is. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Arnell, I think. I'm sorry. It wasn't It wasn't that. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about again? Virgil McDivitt's tag team partner, Ronnie Ariola. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a thing. Get ready for that. that I is love going it. I'll wear that a- shirt. <laughs> Ronnie Areola is going spared with A I R Areola. Yeah, my bad. He's a high flyer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ronnie Areola. Speaking of, oh, I heard there was a specialized ring for high flyers. Oh yeah, you remember Heck that? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, in the PC. Yeah. Heck yeah, there's degum. It's soft like a cushion. Like I could probably do a moon salt off of it. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> But I could probably do it safely. But yeah, they they're doing all kind of spinning, putting dummies in there, and doing for hurricane runners and all kind of things on people. I just uh, also, I just lock up. You know what I mean? Take my arm. Mm, there we go. <laughs> I also <laughs> read that uh, a nice nod to the history. Uh, the bell from the first WrestleMania is hanging up in there. <clears throat> I don't doubt that a bit. That's what I was going to say a little while ago in one of those warehouses. Like the big fist from the original SmackDown uh, set was in there, and uh, uh, they have several things like the like the uh, what they have a big uh, Statue of Liberty thing, and it's down there. So yeah, all kind of cool things when you walk through there, uh, through their warehouses. Double J Jeff Jarrett here to tell you a little bit about the nonstop savings happening over here at SaveWithConrad.com. Are high credit card balances holding you down on the card? If you're looking to give a guitar shot to your credit card debt or give your home the push it deserves with some upgrades and remodeling, you need to go to SaveWithConrad.com. That's right, SaveWithConrad.com. Conrad and his team are routinely helping my world listeners save five, six, seven, even $800 a month. Oh, did I mention you get to skip your next two house payments? Take a cue from The Last Outlaw because if anybody knows how to get the bag, it's me. Strut on over to SaveWithConrad.com today and see how much money you can save for free. That's right. It's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! Do they do anything um, in the PC catered towards uh, commentating? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they have, you know, it's so, so cool. They have a, uh, a an, an apartment set up uh, across town that you can sit in, especially during the, uh, during the pandemic, we had guys that had COVID, you know what I mean? You can't come to TV today. So they would go to this COVID apartment and, and they could go in different bedrooms and still do voiceovers and do, and watch the show live and do V live VOs from this apartment across town. Uh, because we couldn't have the commentators in there, you know what I mean? Or whatever. So yeah, they, they look, they have, everything for everybody uh, alicia taylor wow. the the announcer at nxt she's kind of in charge of all the ring announcers and the, and the commentators and the announcers and so uh so she's down there and so like again that's it's kind of the it's kind of a hub uh especially for the for the commentators and interviewers and that such let's talk about some of these names we don't have to hit all of them but the first batch at the performance center yep reading this list by the way i'd say PC turned out pretty good for him. Uh, Braun Strowman, Alexa Bliss, Dana Brooke, Lana, Chad Gable, uh, Scott Dawson, and Dax Harwood, Mojo, our friend here of the show, yeah. uh, Enzo, 
Um, Angelo Dawkins, Bull Dempsey, Carmella, Buddy Murphy, Eva Marie, Bailey, and Baron Corbin. Talk yeah. about a list, brother. I, I mean, I mean that you know anybody well, who's anybody, and even even I don't. I, I stopped listening after you said uh, Baron Corbin. <laughs> he was last. Um, no, but I didn't. Know, I didn't know if I didn't hear uh, Kevin and Sammy. Like, were they on that list? Uh, I'm not sure if they were on the absolute first batch, but yeah. Oh, okay. You know, Eva Marie, Bailey, Ronnie Ariola, and Baron Corbin. All of them all were there. From the all of them were there and just bare-chested to boot. Honestly, honestly, great people have come out of there. Uh, you know, Kevin and Sammy didn't, they were over already in the indie world, but now... I mean, you know, so, so yeah, people go through people, everybody goes through the PC. AJ was like the first guy that came in that went like right to the main roster. Um, and, and there were still some bumps and, and along that road too, you know? Yeah. Um, Bill DeMont, who I'll ask you about in just a second. He had All this right. to say on the transition to the WWE performance center, the training and the preparation was going to change because you have a gym. Modeled after the New York Giants football team. That's how impressive this was. What we implemented was there was new talent. There's talent that had been there, and there's talent that we needed to be TV ready. TV ready meaning not just for NXT tapings at full sale, but to go up to the main roster because it was a developmental system. DeMott noted that the move to the Performance Center with twice as many rings as well as time allotted for more promo classes yep. and tape study classes allowed everyone to get more personal attention from the coaches than they had in FCW. Let's bring him up while we're here. How important was Bill DeMott to this process? Look, I think Bill DeMott's a polarizing figure uh, in the in fan in wrestling fandom. I don't think he's that polarizing in in the wrestling world. Um, he actually played a very pivotal role role in all of this uh, the 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 opening, the setup, all all of that kind of stuff with with, uh, with Hunter. You know what I mean? Like them them going through it. He played he played a serious role. And now look, I think down down the line, people got hot at what things he did or whatever, but. I don't know, man. It was a different time, and times were a changing. And 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 he he did what he did, and I don't know what he did exactly to tell you the truth. But I think he he was he was rough. He was a rough dude. You know what I mean? That's who Bill is. He's a big rough dude, yeah. and so he played that way, and he coached that way. And you know, truth be told, I hated some of my best coaches too. So I, I don't know. Sure. I, I I like Bill Demont. He's a, I'm a friend to Bill Demont. So that's that's he's a good guy, and and so that's where I come from. In speaking about that, have I done things uh, in the past back in where the where those times are changing, but you don't get the memo really, and you go like, "Oh, that wait, we're not doing that anymore." <laughs> like it's just I was just messing with the guy. I didn't mean to, um, and and so you know, uh, you get caught up sometimes, and stuff happens. And 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 again, like I said, I hated some of my best coaches too. How important was Hugh Morris to this process? <laughs> Couldn't even get rid of You couldn't even say it with a straight uh, face. Uh, having this based around an NFL program, by the way, makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. And and especially to have the health the health facility down there. Like it's 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 liter literally where everybody in the company goes to to uh, rehabbed uh, after the surgeries or whatever. You know what I mean? It's it's that facility. And we never had we never had a facility like that. Are you kidding me? You you don't 
if you do a guy with a ring, I guess you could get back in it after a surgery and try it out and probably get staph infection. But uh, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's incredible to have not only the doctors and the physicians and the trainers to see you through every step of it. They have the exact high top of the line uh, equipment for you to train and rehab it on. And, and like I said, top notch physicians to, to, to watch you the whole time. You know what I mean? Um, man, growth. Growth is a good thing. And while we're here, how important was Dusty Rhodes to the history of the performance? Oh, center? my Lord, Dusty Rhodes. Let me tell you something, baby. When the American Dream came down and he told me something like this, he said, Road dog, doggy dog. And I said, What you want, Dream? And he said, Why didn't you catch my son when he moonsaulted off that cage? <laughs> He didn't say that. Well, he did say that to me. Um, but <laughs> but he was a, a huge part of it. I mean, think about, think about, and look, people talk about Ryan Katz all the time, and, and he's another licorice kind of guy. You love him or you hate him, and I got that from you, by the way. Uh, but, but, uh, but, but Katz was the first person Dusty hired. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and Kat sat under that learning tree uh, for all of FCW and then into uh, the Performance Center and, and, uh, you know, and beyond. And so, so yeah, Dusty played a huge role. Uh, D- Dusty, Dusty was, was the character uh, guy, you know what I mean? And, and I, and I kind of got that job the last couple of years ago, and, and I would tell people, like, I got the Dusty Rhodes spot, and I was really pleased and, and proud of that spot. But how do you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you did? Yeah, well, bless you. Yeah, they just gave it to you because they felt <laughs> well, sorry. Well, they're going downhill. Yeah, that's not the Dusty Rhodes spot anymore. <laughs> More like a crap stain. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, like, I, but but yeah, so he was – he was a creative force behind that and, and guys and girls wanted to impress him, man. He was like a father figure down there. He really was. And, and he, and if you could weave through his, his accent and his jokes and his all that, there was a ton of, of wealth in there, dude. Like what a, what a, what a wealth of, of knowledge this guy has. And, and, and you think about it, man, he was in, Florida with with uh, with the Grahams, you know what I mean? Like that's where he was there, and he was on fire there. And then he went to Crockett and took all the half the crew with him from the Florida thing, and they went and they and they made money in in Croc, you know, for Crockett. And so he, what a wealth of knowledge on not only how to be a, a WWE superstar, a pro wrestler, and carry yourself like a champion, but but also the history of the business and how it's progressed and grown and, and, and things have gone away and some new things have come along. And yeah, he was a part of it all, man. And he was a part of it all when it first got started and, and they needed that father figure. And Dusty Rhodes was it, man. Dusty Rhodes, the American dream was my coach when I became a wrestler. Like, holy crap, what? <laughs> That's the best thing Incredible. ever. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, Dog, before we get to fan questions, we got some fun ones, uh, too, about this topic. Let's get to our five-star review of the week. You got to be kidding me, bro. Well, we can get five stars in one review or five of your matches. Uh, oh. Either way, we're going to go with one review. I'd How rather do the one review. My matches are long and boring. <laughs> uh, this is from Moves Like Jaggers. How about Ooh. that? I, I was told it. by another mountain critter, this was Fergal McDivitt's podcast. 
All jokes aside, I look forward to Thursdays every week. I've woken up my sleeping family laughing so hard at this show. The back and forth with Casio and BG James is over like Rover. If 2022-23 Sami Zayn was a podcast, this would be it. I acknowledge the American whales. Keep up the great work, you guys. Travis. Travis. Travis, I tell you what, moves like Jagger. Thank you, sir. Man, that's awesome, dude. That Thank makes you for that doing does that. the heart good right there because the, that's. I'm not doing this for dollar figures. I don't know if anybody knows that or not. Uh, but oh, I well, do, there's only I one do, I do do it. <laughs> the doo doo. I do do it for things like that five star review. Come on, man. The American stars. whales impress another one. We're the American whales. We're coming to your town. We're going to gobble down all the American Come on, Do you man. have a piece of buffet? Sorry. <laughs> By the way, one S in Casio, don't add an extra ass. I've already got a big enough one as it is. Oh. Don't throw one in the And I heard you had a crack in it. Large. Yeah. So large. Uh, all right, dog. Let's get to some fan questions. Dayton J. Dayton oh, I, I know Dayton His friend's calling Danks. Danks, I know, I know Danks, dog. Danks Dayton. I call him Day. He says that Brian R D James, uh, hashtag Ask Dog. Do you think that the opening of the Performance Center gave all those slogging their guts out on the circuits or trying to live a dream, that glimmer of hope that we all need? Love you, matey. <laughs> I love you too, Day. Um, Day has some beautiful children. You can follow him at subscribe.com. But but no, he does have beautiful children. He's a good cat. Uh, he and I chat a lot. Um, Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. It did give hope. Now look, you still gotta you still gotta get the vote. You know what I mean? You still gotta yeah. get the call. Um, and then and but but like you read earlier, man, they got people out scouting like. Yeah, some wrestlers are going to make it too, but I'm scouting a guy that's 6'9 to 325 pounds used to play for the, you know what I mean, the Baltimore safest quays. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so, I don't know, man. We're, we're bringing in all kinds, you know. Um, so, yeah, I do think it, it, it gave them hope. But like I said, you still got to get the vote. Mad Dad 316? Yes. Dog, who is the biggest – miss from the performance center basically somebody who never got caught up that should have or went on mm. to do big things somewhere else i'm gonna uh oh, man i don't know you want to pass no yeah, i do want to pass but i want i want somebody to give me some because obviously there's a couple of people that that okay that didn't make it and go to AEW and did make it or something, but maybe Dom can throw a couple of examples. Well, it's hard to think on the spot, so let's do this. If you are watching this on our YouTube, or if you're listening, go to our YouTube and comment below and let us know who do you remember going through the Performance Center and maybe being a miss from WWE. Tay Mello, says Dom. Who's who's Tay Mello? (laughs) They call it Tay Mello. (laughs) Is that Tay Conti? Dom? Oh, yes. Take on to the female wrestler. She's in AEW now. Oh, wait, 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 Dom. I said people that uh, that WWE didn't use, and then they went and got over somewhere else. I'm, I'm talking about people that got over somewhere else. Dom, I don't know what you're what we're talking about. You said some. That's, uh, 
there's a toy Milo, I think he's talking about. Let's uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Comment in the YouTube comments. Let us know who uh, who do like, you remember going to a, I, Yeah, that's what I mean. Who? T T Ty Conte for real. Like, yes, she did go, and now she is a bigger a bigger star than she was there for sure. Um, but like, I don't I don't consider that a miss. Like, she went on. With nothing, we didn't have anything for her. She went on and kind of made something for herself. Now maybe, now maybe we got something for you. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> like it's it, we've done that before with with a lot of different superstars. And so I, I would like to hear to hear some some different ones. You know, a lot what of I mean? names have came through there. So it's a yeah, lot of, and that's what I'd like to, to know. What I'd like to know is because I know I've had a lot. I heard a lot of people go like, oh, if they please free so and so so he can do this, and then right, you know, and Sean Spears is one of Miro's another one. Like I. I hadn't, hadn't seen him do much over there with him yet. You know what I mean? Or, or I, I guess Miro just did something. But, like, still, they, the grass is always greener. And when the fans say that, it makes me angry. Because you, you, we're all getting paid, dog. This is our business. This is the job we chose. Um, and there's only so many spots. Yeah, yeah. This and is like NFL team. You, it's either They this, get cut and go to another team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like loyalty. Like, oh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm really going to stay around and hang on to this hope and a dream. No, I got the light bills due. Uh, Lane Frost seventy three says, "Dog, I love what do you, Lane Frost." By the way, do you really know Lane Frost? Didn't Lane Frost wasn't he a bull rider or something? Is that really? I don't know I, if that's really him. Look up Lane Frost. Lane Frost. Maybe I just made it up. Uh, but he says, "Why do you?" Dom will look that up. What do you think is the <laughs> most helpful aspect of the PC, and who is someone that stands out to you as a person who has grown the most? From day one, thank you and God bless. Oh man, so so uh, <laughs> Lane Frost is a bull rider. So is that it. that Lane Frost? No, but it's the one I oh. was thinking of. Is that one? I wish we this were over one's in a the different bull riding one. community, don't you? I, you know who we are over with? What? Billy Gunn, and he used to ride bulls. There we go. Yeah. So Lane, Lane Clyde Frost. Frost was an American professional rodeo cowboy. Oh, he was a rodeo cowboy that specialized in bull riding and competed in Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. He was a 1987 year I graduated, PRCA World Champion bull rider and a 1990 Pro Bull Rider Hall of Fame. How about Lane that? Lane Frost, this well, beer's for you. I, <laughs> I'm re and I'm relapsing. <laughs> that sounded like it too. Yeah. Um, this lane is spelled with a Y, so we're, we, it's not different, the same one. Different person, different person. But I like the name Lane Frost. That's a cool name. It's a super cool name. What was name. the question again? Who'd you see that grew leaps and bounds oh, when yeah, they got yeah, to the PC? Yeah. By the time they left and when they started. Well, so look, a lot of people, and, and uh, the one that I think of, uh, like the, the one that I think of right off the bat is Rhea Ripley. Like I, I watched yep. her come out of her shell, you know what I mean? And, and that, that, that year, like literally come out of her shell and turn into this Gothic Frankenstein, uh, who is more muscular and more athletic than I am. Um, and could have, could kick my butt if she wanted to. And I, and I would <laughs> probably let her, um, but, but she, she's one that, that, uh, I think of, but I also think of like, uh, people that come in there and grow really quickly as far as their character. Like the Tony D'Angelo guy is is a great character. The kid just came in from Wisconsin. He was like a wrestler for Wisconsin 
college or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he was, he's just a dude. But when it came to, hey, this guy talks like he talked like De Niro and this, now we thought, okay, well, what about this? Now there's this character that, that comes to play. So I don't, I don't know, man. It's just so much fun down there to find those, those weaknesses and kind of mitigate them and find those strength and just, and just maximize them as much as you can. But yeah, so, so she grew really fast and I'll tell you who, right now uh, impresses me the most from when they first got there to right now is the NXT Women's Champion, Tiffany Stratton. And that's just the truth. It's like she was a gymnast who had never taken a bump in her life three years ago. You know what I mean? And that's, and, and now she's the NXT Women's Champion and had a match on the TV show the other night. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. she, she took to it like a duck to water. Um, like a like a red, like the Steiners, like Kurt Angle. It was just you know coming in from another sport and just kind of getting to it. And look, I'll tell you what helps her is that the spots are kind of wrestling has evolved into a kind of a spot fest now. You know what I mean? It's kind of, and so it's very much like a choreographed uh, cheer routine or a round, you know, uh, <coughs> gymnastics routine. So. She's adapting really well. I thought she had a great match the other night. Um, and, and again, never been in a wrestling ring and fast forward a couple of years and she's the champion, you know? Incredible. Yeah. Taco, the art dealer says. Oh, I bought uh, the cutest can, picture from him. What can be done to put more emphasis on promo work? There's a handful on the main roster that truly stand out, yep. but the vast majority sound bland to him. Uh, and it's hard yep. to invest in their character. Then he put hashtag Fergal McDivitt 2024. Dang uh, so right. He's Dang right. He's presidential run, I believe. Yeah, but I think. <laughs> I'm well, not even sure he's running for mayor. <laughs> um, well, talk about promo. I mean, that is easier said than done. Is getting hey, somebody's it, promo work. It up. is so much easier said than done because think about it, man. Not even in the attitude era, not everybody could cut a good promo. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just not something everybody can do, and so. You find those that can do it, and again, you maximize those strengths. Okay, well, we're going to give this guy a mic because he's he's one that can do it. I knew uh, so interesting story when when Solo Sokoa got down there, um, and he was in promo class, and I said, Solo, just just give me a thirty second promo of whatever you think you would uh, dude. And he hit me with a promo that sounded just like the Usos, some some crap that was just gangster and cool and and just and i just thought like you okay you're good thanks sit down you know what i mean like i'm not gonna mess with him no more because he's got it and he's good and now he don't even cut promo you know what i mean so yeah. it's, it's one of those things but like there's some people that you get in there and you go like hmm like what how are we gonna do this because you can't talk if you had a mouthful of marbles, you know what I mean? Like you, we, we, you're, you're not good at this part. Um, yeah. And so it's difficult, but look, we, we had promo classes every day and, and literally every day I would have hours of period of instructions where, and it was mostly just me uh, critiquing their promos, but also just talking, having conversations like we're doing where, where it's more about coaching and producing and motivating and stuff than like, oh, we're going to create this great catchphrase for you or whatever. But, but you do that too sometimes with a, with a, a Tiffany's epiphanies. You know what I mean? Was was one of the things we thought of as soon as she came in and she was like, "Daddy says I'm the best," you know, or whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, man. I I forget what the original question was, but it's about uh, 
promo work, how hard yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So we it is really it's really difficult to cut a promo. Like it is. And and you see, oh, LA Knight can cut a promo. Okay, he's over. I love him already. Like people didn't know like I dare to, I dare to uh, say that people sitting in the crowd in Tacoma, Washington, watched Sean Ricker or whatever his name was when he was an Impact. You know what I mean? This guy's new to the scene, but they see quick. Oh, he's good with a mic and he's confident. You know what I mean? He carries himself. And he's good, and he goes out on. Li- yeah, what is that? Like that's just something crazy, but it's just crazy enough to work, and it's catching on. And people like I, we do it on conference calls. You know what I mean? Like I do it wow. to my friends, and you know what I mean, or at work on the really on a conference call. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so it's catching on, and it's organic. And so now it's it's time. Let's see. Let's see what we're gonna do with it. And uh, and he ain't getting no younger, so let's do it quick. Uh, we've got this, a visual tweet oh. we're going to show from Matthew Podcast Network, WWE Master 2018. What was that. the most hardest class in the PC with a coach? Is that that one or the next one, Dom? I apologize. Well, uh, so the question is the hardest class. Had a video. Is that something in the notes I had to get downloaded? Oh, that's all right. We'll skip it. I'll get it. Edit I'll get it out. Right. No, no, no. I don't even know if it's any good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Hang, on. Hang on, I'm gonna go to it and see if it's any good. See if it's worth a flip. Open link. You let me know. <laughs> Open link. God damn it! Let this thing go in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, it? I'll download it. Real quick. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Oh, I can't. If we can pull this off. Okay, let me see here. All right, I'm going to skip ahead. Skip ahead. I'll mute myself for now. Just comment when you're ready. Okay. All right, dog. Uh, Brad Stanton wants to know, I just watched NXT TakeOver Dallas. You have a lot of older wrestlers in the show. Today, everyone in developmental is very young. Do you like it both ways? Hmm, I go both in ways wrestling. if that's what you in mean. Wrestling. Uh, so so um I do mm. like it both ways and I and I and I I because we just talked about Baron Corbin come back and having a great match with Carmelo and putting Carmelo over in the middle of the ring like it's so so to me I do like a veteran or a superstar coming down and people recognize like oh this dude's a big dude he's going to work with this guy and come down and and kind of give back so yeah I like to have some veterans around but Look, I also love the youth of, of NXT right now. Holy mackerel, the, the girl that just worked with Tr- Tiffany for that title, excuse me, is like 20 years old or 20, 19 or something. You know what I mean? Like, holy mackerel. I, I don't know. I was in the Marine Corps at that age. I wasn't thinking about being a wrestler. <laughs> I, was, I still am an idiot, but I was an incredible <laughs> idiot at that age. Yeah. I uh, can't believe where they are at right now at that age. Um, WWE Master 2018 said, what was the hardest class in the PC with a coach? Is it promo class? I feel like promo is the hardest. I, I think it, I think it's the hardest. And I, and I'll tell you why, even for me, who, who fancies himself a talker to stand up in a room of your peers, like 10 of them. Wow. You're not in the ring in front of a thousand people or whatever. 
it's like 10 people that you work with every day, like your teammate. You know what I mean? You're, so it is asking a ton for someone to stand up in that room and cut a promo. And man, some, some, some of them come off that way and some of them rock your socks off and you just go, holy crap, Nikita Lyons was another one. Just blew my socks off. She's and great. Incredible. I said, hey, so you could rap? And she was like, yeah. I was like, well, rap something for me. Dude, she just busted out a whole song and a dance routine and everything. It was like, kick the chair over. and Like, she is reaching out and grabbing it. Like, I, I want this. You know what I mean? And so it was incredible. Yeah, but they got a, a lot of great athletes down there, man. Uh, we have a visual tweet we will throw up on from Hippie Bree. Is oh, going yeah. going to hit that. Hippie dog. Bree. Um, he hit it? You want me to hit it? Look at this dog. Oh yeah, that's from me. That's me from the uh, the PC. That's like when I get give you a promo yeah. class. I go like Vatul Valhalla. That that is uh, Hippie Breeze says, "How we doing, Mountain Critters? This is Dog's Performance Center model from last year's two gay game two K game. My question is, can we have a word with the two K folks about making you the angriest?" person in modern gaming yes also thanks for doing the j-o-b in my first match at the pc oh, oh you're welcome i'm not very good at wrestling you'll find uh do you have that shirt is that i do they not got have that shirt i would not wear that shirt because the sweat underarm pit stains <laughs> would be too obvious for me but and i would appreciate it though if they would keep my deltoids <gasps> looking that way you're mad right there i'm but also good looking like i that's a swell looking critter you were cut it looked you i was jacked yeah. wasn't i that was a cut critter. I was on them virtual steroids. That was a cut look, critter. Look at me. All right, dog. Great episode. <laughs> look, at, look, look at me. Just mad. Just <laughs> mad at the world. I'm just pissed. Uh, dog, we've got a, a great episode next week. Mm. Extreme Rules 2018. Oh, that was my favorite one ever. Okay. I just made that up. Of that year. <laughs> That's my favorite uh, extreme rules of 2018. Hey, before we get out of here, you can check out this show and many more early and ad-free yep. over at adfreeshows.com. Early ad-free access to more than a dozen of your favorite wrestling podcasts starting at just $9. And now you can enjoy the first week with us completely free. Thousands of hours of bonus time. content, new oh. live recordings of the podcast, premium watch-along events, and live Q&As. Sign up today at adsfreeshows.com. Starts at just $9. You won't believe the amount of content you get for $9. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, if you're at that $9 tier, consider going up. And dog, that top oh. tier is the top guy tier. That's the Talk top about guy how tier, much dog. Fun we had on Top Guy Weekend. Yeah, we, we honestly in Huntsville, Alabama, this past weekend had a really good time. We did a live uh, Ask Dog Anything podcast. Um, or no, it wasn't a podcast. We just did a live show of Ask yeah. Dog Anything. And so the the people there that are in this tier that he just spoke about, the top guys, um, very very personal, very personable, very close knit. Uh, very warm, warm. It's kind of warm in those rhinos. Was warm. Uh, thank God. Shut the, the door. <laughs> it was very warm. <laughs> it was very warm. Uh, thank God a fan gave me the, a fan. And uh, so that was that. Um, but yeah, we had a great time. And it really is a a, a, a one-on-one moment, which I know is, uh, it sounds funny me trying to sell that. But it is an opportunity that we're not 
uh, on the confines of a recording studio or the or the confines of the FCC or the confines of uh, employers. And so we really get to get to talk a lot of personal stuff there uh, individually and spend a lot of time with each individual uh as we did pictures and Lash LaRue drew uh, people, you know, caricatures of people. It, it was a great time. Uh, and that was, I was only there for the last day. So, so uh, the, the nights before that, they had a great time as well. So Kevin good stuff, Sullivan man. came through with a yep. conversation with Conrad. Uh, David Crockett was there. Eric Bischoff was there. Um, you had, uh, they shaved like Eric said, Bischoff's head for a charity. Correct. They did. Yep. Raised thirteen thousand five hundred dollars for <laughs> yeah, St. Jude's. For St. Jude's, man, that's um, incredible. Ha- how about this? Had a wrestling fantasy camp with Dr. Tom. Yeah, Dr. Tom Pritchard trained trained some people through and ran them through a, a through a course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Through a regiment. So, so that's 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 the kind of stuff you get when you're a top guy at ads free shows, and that's that's just the truth. Uh, so incredible stuff. Go over there to adfreeshows.com. Get your free trial if you're not already signed up. If you are. May we say, suggest, consider moving up and getting all the other stuff. Premium, exclusive watch-alongs there if you are a bigger member as well. Also, if your business targets 25 to 50-year-old men, there's no better place to advertise than right here with us on Oh You Didn't Know. You've heard us do a lot of ads for some of the same companies for years. Why? Because it works. It works. It works. Our super-targeted audience, there's very little waste. Go to advertisewithdog.com uh, now and find out and get, more. Get people to look at your product like Casio looks at me. How cool would it be if Road Dog was talking about your product or your event coming up? Yeah. Or whatever it is. Advertise with cool. us. Advertisewithdog.com. Yeah. Like, subscribe, leave a five star rating on all platforms. We might read your five star review of the week next hey, episode. Comment. You never know. Right? Comment. Comment Talk below. To us. Let, let us know what you thought about this episode. Yep. Let us know if you know the history of Dick to Go. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever met Ronnie Ariola, uh, you can do that. They had a heck of a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> they were tops and tails, I think they were called. <laughs> also, let us know who you remember coming through the performance center and ended up leaving, and yeah, maybe was and a miss. Somewhere Let else. us know, mate. What those names. Too many names to keep track of. I'm just so going to say I'm just going to say they're all debatable. <laughs> Twitter <laughs> handles at Brian R D James at the Casio Kid at You Didn't Know Pod on all of social media. Of course, turn on those notifications at YouTube.com/slash D O G G and exclusive content at BagofJohnsons.com. Yeah, a lot of T-shirts and such. Oh, that's box of gimmicks. That's what I said. Hey, um, I had I had a box of biscuits this morning. I dipped them in syrup. Syrup. Yeah, my wife said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I don't know. I just want to dip." They were just like biscuits she made homemade. Oh, I just come thought, on. I'm just going. I thought about looking. See, you need a beach towel. Uh, look oh, at there's me right a there. You need a beach towel to wipe up all that syrup you were dripping everywhere. <laughs> it, it dripped on my belly. You know how Cornette has the burger <laughs> towels? Yeah. We need those beach towels that are our biscuit towels. <laughs> I need, I do. You know what, though? I do carry a towel. You know I do that because I'm a I know. sweater. I carry a, a towel. I wonder if I can get these, a biscuit, if we can make like critter biscuit towels. You know what I mean? Uh, oh. Mountain critter biscuit Let's, towels. All maybe. right, comment below. Let's yeah. think of a cool name of a hand towel. Yes, that dog it's would like use. the terrible towels, Pittsburgh. The, yeah, uh, whatever. Let's think of it. Let's we think of a cool name. We need these for Road Dog. Yeah, 
for me to I, carry around with me. I got two words for you. Wipe it. Maybe it's that. Well, oh, it's that. oh, wipe it. Huh? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, no, that would be nasty. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Comment see what the below. people say. Comment below and let us know uh, what we should call the towels. You got to figure that. Clean your paws, <laughs> says Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta it's get like something. senior senior claws we gotta get something so go check that out and all of our other stuff at boxagimmick.com dog this yep. has been a fun one man a history yeah, lesson been in the in, pc informative yeah and uh and you know what in 10 years let's have another one man we'll talk about how it's grown this in this past Even decade bigger yeah incredible uh for mr rd james thank you dominic uh d'angelo back in the control center i'm your host of mc casio casio kid but if you didn't like this episode, if you didn't like this episode, the road dog will tell you to suck it, suck it. Oh, ah, uh, there's that the critter. dog. That's the dog. I 